I am in a program uh, at Lakeland Community College called Advanced Manufacturing. This program is through the Lakeshore Compact and it is actually through Menor Schools, but we hold the classes at Lakeland. Now, what Advanced Manufacturing is about is about machining. The first year you typically learn manual machining, manual milling, manual lathes, and how to run those and how to make parts out of with those machines. The second year you tend to go and you tend to learn how to program and run CNC machines. Just like a basic overview. It's not too deep. It's not like you're going deep into CAD. You're not going deep into CAM. You're just getting like a basic overview of how it works. It's like you dip your toe into the water and see if you like it or if you just want to be a machine operator. One of the biggest pros about this program is that I will graduate with a pre-apprenticeship certificate. So in Ohio, I will be able to, I guess, show this to a future employer and they will be able to see that I have gone through this program and also will know maybe because uh, we're planning to set up a website about what uh, stuff I have already done about the projects I have done about the um, online learning such as Tool and You, which is a website many businesses use to teach their workers how to use the machines, how to properly use them. I also got uh, OSHA quote unquote certification saying I took a 10 hour class about um, safety protocols and stuff like that, that I could show my future employer. So what it's basically doing is setting up stuff for your future. Obviously this isn't a whole like rundown of everything you need to know, as there are so many things that you could learn. People who have been in the industry for like 40 plus years are saying they learn stuff every day. And it's true because not only do you need to, some people know how to run the machines, but they need to know how to set it up, how to program them, and stuff like that. And there is so much in programming that it's crazy. I thought, like, my first year, I thought that it was a simple, either you type out code or you make a 3D image on a computer. And which you could do both of those things, and they both have a significant role in making a part, but it definitely takes a lot more than you think. And it's a lot of math, obviously. And I think a lot of people don't realize that it's not just like in front of you. Like, I don't know how to say, but not everything is something that you'd assume because a lot you just assume programming is easy it's set in stone you make a and then also with uh cad you just make a part in solidworks the first time you see it it looks easy and it definitely gets easier as you do it but there are so many functions so many ways to do one simple process 
And when it comes down to it, sometimes you have to do multiple steps and they have to match perfectly. Now, that's not to say that it comes down to every part. Sometimes you could just type in coordinates and code and put in G codes and M codes to tell the machine what to do, what speed to go at, and stuff like that. Sometimes it's as easy as putting in the coordinates you want the machine to go in. Sometimes it is as simple as just making something on SolidWorks and uploading it. But I think the biggest thing is I just get the overview and it doesn't like make me think, oh, I already know all this stuff about this particular industry, so I need to go into this field. But it gives me this overview of, hey, is this something I like? Do I want to go into this field? What parts of it do I like? What parts do I not like? Say, I really like the uh, CAD software, doing CAD. I could go into that specifically and be someone who does CAD as a job. Or I could say, hey, I just like operating the machines. And I could go in and just be a CNC operator, which is really cool. As just getting the basic overview is something that I really like. Because a lot of the programs at Lakeland, they go specifically into CAD, specifically into CAM. And I personally don't care for either of those things. Like, I like it. It's a, to me, I love running the machines and getting that overview is kind of cool because say I didn't know how to do that. It's kind of also a good thing because I could tell someone who wants to hire me, hey, I have a basic overview and if you need someone, I am willing to learn more about these things. And I think that's a very, it's just send stone, like it's not everything you need to know but it's also not pointless things i've learned so much about different things and i know the basics for when i go into a job and most jobs are willing to train people and that just gets some of it out of the way obviously it won't be everything the second pro i think is Luckily, we have a teacher that allows a family dynamic, and that is really nice because sometimes you think the workplace is going to be such a thing where you just work, you just work, and you just work. And sometimes when you go in, sometimes it's like that, but sometimes you do get a family dynamic, and I think having that family dynamic in the program actually opens us up to being able to start a family dynamic in a workplace as we all joke around and we're all used to being close together. We're not, we have our differences, but at the end of the day, we all are a group. We all, we all like each other. We're all friends in a way. And I think communication through us, like sometimes it can be lacking, but we definitely have very strong communication. And it's something that people don't really think of when they're thinking about, oh, I'm learning about this. But I think having a family dynamic will also in the class opens us up to starting the family dynamic in the workplace, which I think would also help not only because like, communication but going to work every day if you don't like it there you're not going to do the best you can and that's just the way it is 
Now for the cons, there are a few. Again, with the overview, you don't know a lot about anything. You just have an overview of manufacturing, of machining, of the processes in it. And sometimes it causes confusion because what if you don't know where you want to go? Maybe you want to go into CAM. Maybe you want to go into CAM. Maybe you want to be a CNC operator. Of course, you could try those things, but sometimes people are scared to try different things. And if they go into a job saying, hey, I want to do CAD, and then find out, hey, I really don't like this, sometimes they won't want to bring it up with their boss or supervisor because they feel scared. But it's also a pro in the way that we've dipped our toe into a little bit of everything. It just depends on the type of person you are. Are you the type of person to like to try things out? Or do you want to do one thing and stick with it the rest of your life? And sometimes it just depends on the different person. I see one kid in my class, he wants to do very specific things with his life, and that's totally okay. And then others are in the class like, oh, I kind of want to do this, I kind of want to do that, I have multiple options. And I'm one of those people, I'm like, when the we have guests, they'll be like, oh, what do you plan on doing with your future? And I'll just be like, I have multiple career paths I want to go down. I want to be a CNC operator for a while, right? As, as soon as I get out of high school, I want to do that for a while. And then maybe dip my toe into um, psychology and the criminal justice system. A lot of the other kids, they're not as widespread as I am. They're definitely, like, in the same area, maybe, like, going from CNC machine into welding or other stuff like that, construction. But I think it depends on the person on if that specific thing is a pro or a con. So I definitely think that we could do a better job when advertising the program of saying, hey, this is just a blatant overview of everything. If you have a specific thing you want to try out, there are other classes for that. Another con is we very much depend on attendance because you can't really learn stuff online. And with COVID last year, we really learned that because we were online half the year and it was just like, well, we can't do anything. You can't you can't run a machine from home. And so we were just stuck on, on learning st stupid things. I wouldn't say stupid, but it was very just, oh, we have to be teaching something. We can't just not be doing anything. So it was, we focused on a few things like uh, the 10-hour certification process I talked about earlier but after that we were just sitting there like okay let's try and make a blueprint like throwing ideas out because we didn't know what else to do because definitely last year it was definitely heavily hands-on work working with the uh, manual machines as 
with CNC machines, you definitely do more programming and stuff like that. Running the part is just like an eighth of what you do for like a part made on a CNC machine. Whereas a part made on a manual machine, yes, you have to plan stuff out, but you spend a lot more time actually running the machine, doing the stuff you need to do, like turning the handle, making sure your measurements are right, making sure everything is squared up. With a CNC machine, that's much easier as it's automated. So a lot of our work last year was supposed to be hands-on, but we didn't get that as it was as we were shut down due to COVID. And it's definitely not anyone's fault for that. But if, like, say this continues and COVID is a ongoing thing where they have to shut down school maybe for a month every year, which I doubt will happen, that that could greatly impact how students learn. And it definitely did impact us. But hopefully that doesn't happen. So another con is that it's very, we're only able to have 12 people in a class, which some people would like, but others, 20 people are usually able to be in a class. We are very limited in the people we're able to have in a class due to the number of machines, the number of computers that we have, as we only have a certain amount of things that we could do we can't just have people sitting around all day. We can't just say, oh, only 12 people could use the computers to code right now while the other people go downstairs into another room as that just doesn't make sense. We have one instructor, he can't be two places at once. And that would simply just cause a lot of problems even if we did have two instructors because because how do they keep up with what each other is teaching different people? Like, do we just switch on, on and off? That doesn't make sense. Now, again, having a small class can, in fact, be a pro as it's easier to teach a smaller group of people than a larger group of people. But some people just do better learning in a bigger environment, if that makes sense as they see other people learning stuff and they have places to bounce ideas off of. But half the time we don't even get to 12, 13 people. We don't even get to our limit. As my class, we only have five. And that actually does do some harm as we don't have many people to do stuff. And sometimes, we have internships, so there's two days out of the week where certain kids aren't there because they're at their internship learning more, and it's like we kind of have to stop because it's it's not like we have a class, a full class. We only have five people, so when two people are missing, it's like, shoot, we're like missing practically half the class. We can't go on because it would just hold us back if we had to do it again another if we had to teach two separate groups of people the same thing over and over again so depending on how you look at it it can 
be good to have a small little group, but it does also cause problems because of the way things work when a few students are out, it's like, oh, we can't, we can't do anything, have the class missing. So it really does slow down at the rate we work at because when, if we had a much bigger class, two people missing wouldn't be a big deal as it's only two people out of 12. And you'd go on and you'd say, oh, the two could catch up later. But with us, when two people are missing, that's almost half the class. Like, when three people are missing, that's over half the class. And there's been times where I've been the only one there. And it's like, oh, (laughs) what do we do? So we'll just sit there and maybe I'll do, like, a few assignments on tooling you which is never a bad thing. It's always like a good thing to have those done. As I mentioned before, a lot of companies use that website to teach their new hires safety stuff, and they actually do require them to do a certain amount of assignments on that website. The next and final con of my program is that it's not very diverse. I am the only girl in the program. And while you could say it's because there's only five people in my class, in the other classes, like the other programs, like the CAD program, I've only seen a few girls in the building. And It's not a big deal to me, but maybe to other people, it would make them feel uncomfortable to be in a very male-dominated place where you're the only female. And even sometimes, even though I don't care usually, sometimes it's like, oh, do they view me as equal? And sometimes it could just be my anxiety, and I just try to brush it off and go on with everything as I do the best I can and that's what counts. But I do understand people being like, oh, I'm the only girl here. This is a male-dominated field. Will they see me as equal? And even if it's just anxiety, even if people don't think that, it's still a valid concern as sometimes we still do see sexism in the workplace and in school and in everyday life. So having that concern is very valid. But if someone's on the edge, I would tell them just to try to go for it and hope for the best. And every time they have one of those thoughts like, oh, do they think that I'm less than them because I'm a girl, I would suggest just trying to brush it off. And that's definitely easier said than done. But over the one and a half years I've been in that program, it's gotten easier. I've felt that less and less. And it was a very, it was much more of a thing that I noticed in the beginning. And after I felt like I proved myself as like a good student, as someone who was passionate about what I was doing, who did want to learn, I felt like it got much easier. 
And sometimes it does suck to have to prove yourself. But sometimes with proving yourself, you blow people away and you teach them a lesson. And I will proudly teach anyone a lesson and say that women could do the same things men can do. And sometimes it is harder to like lift weights and but that's a barrier that I have easily overcome over time. All in all, I think that if someone wants to go into manufacturing but doesn't know the specific place they want to go into, they if they don't know if they want to go into CAD, CAM, or operating machinery, they should definitely at least think about the program. And I hope that in future years, the program gets more diverse and gets more people to go to it because I definitely will always have a career path to fall on to now. Even if I decide that I want to go to a different career path and I like it better, say there isn't the demand for that job at the time, as we see it a lot. Just like in the market, we see supply and demand. Sometimes it happens with jobs. Not everyone can find the job they want. I'll always have that area to fall back on as we never stop machining things. Sometimes we slow down, but a lot of times it we quickly pick back up, even through COVID, where people were experiencing lower order amounts of orders. There were still a lot of stuff to do as just because we were in the pandemic it doesn't mean that we don't need stuff we sometimes you need to make stuff for plumbing equipment that doesn't stop because there's a pandemic it still needs to be done because you're in the house you still need good plumbing in the house so there will always be a slight demand for that job even if it there goes through a decrease in orders, they quickly go back up. And they're, right now, there is so many places hiring. There are like so many manufacturing job fairs. They're like, hey, please, please, we need people. Like the fact that they went to uh, Menor was cool, but it's also kind of sad because they're not just going to the kids in our manufacturing programs like you'd think. You'd think they'd go up to the kids in the manufacturing programs because, oh, they're the ones interested in it, right? No, they're going to schools. You're like, oh, even if you're not interested, let me let me try and entice you. This is a good career path. And a lot of kids think, oh, I don't want to spend a few years of my life doing that. And I think it's kind of sad because some people... At first, I went to where I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. I was, like, transferred over the from the Weldon list as I didn't make it into Weldon as it's a very small program. And they only do, like, a few people from each school. And I just didn't make the cut. And that's totally fine. I think it was because I applied late. But they transferred me over to that and was like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, sure. And I was kind of nervous at first because I've never, I've never done anything like it. But 
I quickly love learned to love it and it and creating things makes me happy. I love getting to see like the the end result. I love being able to hold something that I made even if I had a little bit of guidance making it. I have um spent a few weekends at my dad's work doing machining and I've enjoyed it. I've worked several days there and obviously I feel like it fits it's a job that I would like in the future maybe not forever because I do have some problems with my back but it is definitely something that I do have a passion for and I think that others would have a passion for if they simply just gave it a chance a lot of people are like scared saying I don't think I'll physically be strong enough and I'm not the strongest myself and I'm able to do a lot of things. It's not always about heavy lifting. Like we have a lot of things that help us carry stuff from place to place, especially when it comes to manufacturing. We're making tons of parts. They don't expect you to be able to carry two 50 pound boxes across the shop. They have carts that you could put on and carry it. You rarely ever find yourself picking up heavy items unless the part you are working on is quite heavy. And you'll only quickly pick it up and put it down and put it on the table as most of the time you're not finding yourself carrying it all around as they try to be very, like, most places try to be, like, ergonomical. They try to have every step of the process very close together. So I think. A lot of people would definitely benefit from just like giving it a try. And I don't think that that means going into the program, but I think it definitely means when they set up the um, booths for the programs, like during sophomore year, you go into Menor High School and they have the booths of the programs. I think it would be beneficial for people to to just stop by and listen to the presentation because I didn't think I was going to like it. I knew I would be okay with it, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, and I'm very happy I'm in the program. So I think it's all up to the person, definitely, if this program's a good program or a bad program, as everything I mentioned is a pro or a con dependent on how they view the situation. So it may take a quote-unquote certain type of person, but I feel like more people are fin to that category than you think. And I think we need a lot more open-minded people who are willing to just, you know, throw themselves out there and give something a chance even if they fear that they might like it, might not like it as much as they thought they would.